Welcome to the Poet and the Reader podcast. If you like all things bookish, then you have come to the right place. Hi, I'm Shanice. And I'm Vina, and welcome to the last episode of 2022. Ah, everybody <laughs> scream. <laughs> <laughs> we had to do one more episode to thank all of you for listening. And yes. Yeah, we're just very grateful grateful that you're here. Sorry it's taken so long, too. I think with the holidays, everything was just really intense. Yeah. And, and also, like, you worked throughout the whole holiday, and so did I. Yeah. So it's like... And also, me and yeah. Vina have, like, kind of... Not opposite schedules, but, like, we're on opposite, like, sleep schedules, kind of. Because, like, mm-hmm. I'll work... Mm-hmm. I work in the morning, like, in the fucking butt crack ass of the morning. And she yeah. works, like, in the mid-morning. So right. it's kind of like by the time I get off, I'm not up when Vina gets off. Like, well, like I'm it, barely awake. So like I'm right, barely a right. person at seven yeah. o'clock in the night. So I'm still surprised yeah. that we were able to do this at all <laughs> with our schedules. I know. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we have so much going on. Uh, but how was your holiday? How was Christmas? It was so good. Um, it was really nice. It was um, we, I spent I spent it with Cass's family. And mm-hmm. they took pictures and stuff like that with her grandmother. I just loved it. I loved it so much. How oh, was yours? Cute. Uh, it was good. My parents came from DR, which they haven't done in a very long time together. First <laughs> it's always of all, one I'm or the so other. I'm so surprised that your mom came out in the winter. Like, that is just crazy to me because <laughs> she doesn't like the cold yeah, weather. So she came on exactly. the coldest. And it's, it's been fucking brick. Can I just like, tell you, when it was negative 8 or negative 10, whatever, she looked at me, my dad and her, and they're like, can you look for flights? And I'm like, but <laughs> hold on. <laughs> can you look for- You're no. going back to the island soon. Hold on. That- <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I regret uh, this. When that, yeah. when that was negative 8 on Christmas Eve, that was the coldest day, right? My manager's mm-hmm. boiler broke. Ooh. And so I had to open and close the store. I'm so and sorry. And I was so overstimulated. It's okay. I was so overstimulated yeah. when I got to Cass's house. I was like, I just want to take a shower and eat. That's all mm-hmm. I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then, like, mm-hmm. Cass's heat wasn't really, um like, her heat be, like, her building, it'd be, like, a little messed up. They, they're not supposed to. Like, they're not following regulations. Like, if you look up the company that her building is under, all of them have, like, reviews of, like, them not putting on proper heat. And so. Yeah, yeah. If anybody knows me, this is my time to shine. I love the winter. I love mm-hmm. being cold. I hate She the doesn't summer. wear a coat and it drives me no. insane. <laughs> I slept with, and this is crazy to me, right? Because I don't sleep. I like, I sleep in like shorts, like, you know, all this stuff. And when I went to Cass's house, this is how cold it was. I slept in my Ivy Park hoodie. And I slept in long pants. And I was just like, that's how you knew it was cold in her house. But I was loving it. I was like, I'm not complaining. But we slept with three blankets. Like, we were cold. We were okay because we were together. So, like, you know, the body heat. But, like, it was cold. I was just like, damn. Yeah. 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 Damn. Before we get into Mm. our last reads, because that's how we're starting. We're doing the last reads for the last time in 2022. Aw, sweet. And we are down to the wire. And let me tell you. Mm. Mm. I have a coconut to pick with Julissa. Aye. You know, we're Scandalous. Dominican, so we don't have a bone to yes. pick. You know, we have a coconut <laughs> to pick. 
What's going on? As you know, me and Julia started in a competition, but not really a competition, but, you know, a little bit of a competition. And it's unknown it's to her. It's all love at the same time, right? But Julie, it's what are we doing? It's a one-sided competition. No, she's, she heard me. She said it. Like, when we, last time we recorded, she was just yeah. like, I got you. And I'm like, mm. literally, like I, um, so I was at 75 books yesterday. Now I'm at 76. Wow. Right? Good job. Julissa was at 77 yesterday. Now she's at 78. I'm like, girl, what you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think she's doing yeah. graphic novels. Yeah, that's how she's getting away with it. Yeah. That motherfucker. Start picking up those real... graphic novels, dude. <laughs> I did. I, I was doing like, not, not, not real books, but I was doing like bigger books. So like, that's mm. why. It's taking me a little longer. But I think you'll be surprised True. at what I'm currently reading. But we'll get to that later. Ooh, so, shocking. Yes. I only so, have one last read. So do you want me to go first or you want to go first? Uh, yeah, you could go first. I have... Oh, so, like, I didn't do all of my last reads because I read, like... A million books. <laughs> yeah, I've read so many books okay. since I stopped doing the thing. So... Yeah. Um, all right. So my last read was Legend Born by Tracy Dion. Mm. And that took me... Uh, most of the month it's a chunky chunky book um so i start uh yeah 23 days like most of the month i have such trouble describing this book because if i say something i'm gonna spoil it so Mm -hmm. instead of me saying it from memory i'm gonna read (laughs) the back of the book okay Alrighty. so legend born by tracy dion is about uh our main character is a 16 year old Brie Matthews Mm -hmm. who after her mother dies in a car accident wants nothing to do with her family memories or her childhood home a residential program for bright high schoolers at UNC seems like the perfect escape until Brie witnesses a magical attack her very first night on campus a flying demon feeding on human energies a secret society of so-called legend-born students that hunt the creatures down. And a mysterious teenage mage who calls himself a Merlin and who attempts and fails to wipe Bree's memory of everything she saw. A.K.A. my boyfriend. Anyway, the mm. mage's failure <laughs> unlocks Bree's own unique magic and a buried mem- memory with a hidden connection. The night her mother died, another Merlin was at the hospital. Now that Bree knows there's more to her mother's death than what's on the police report, she'll do whatever it takes to find out the truth, even if that means infiltrating the legend born as one of their initiates. She recruits Nick, who is not my boyfriend, a (laughs) self-exiled legend born with his own grudge against the group, and their reluctant partnership pulls them deeper into the society's secrets and closer to each other but when the legend born reveal themselves as the descendants of king arthur's knights and explain that a magical war is coming this is so intense brie has to decide how far she'll go for the truth and whether she should use her magic to take down the society or join the fight Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so yeah, that's that's Legendborn. It's very intense, very intense. Um, I will say, uh, what are my thoughts on Legendborn? I had fun with it. Okay. I know the hype. I know the hype is huge with this one, and mm-hmm. um, there were parts where I was frustrated, but then I had to remind myself: this is a sixteen-year-old girl, so she's gonna act exactly. this way. 
But since I'm not very much a 16-year-old anymore, I was very frustrated. Um, it also does, like, really funny mentions of Twilight, which I think is hilarious. And, yeah, I just had fun. I had a good time. I'm definitely going to read the second one, Bloodmarked, which came out this year. And it's a chunky one, so that's going to be next year. But, yeah, that's my last read. Very nice, nice. It's your turn to blow us away. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, um, for my first one, I read Kiss Her Once For Me by Allison um, Cochran. I'm going to say that's her name. If her name sounds mm-hmm. familiar, she is the author of The Charm Defensive. Um, anyway, uh. V was has been very nice with me. And, <laughs> well, she's always nice with me with ARCs, but we love her and appreciate her. And this mm-hmm. book is perfect for December because it's all Christmassy tropes of fake dating and engagement. So I'm going to just read a quick synopsis. So finding work at a local coffee shop, she's just getting through the days until Andrew, the shop's landlord, purposes uh, proposes a shocking drunken plan, a marriage of convenience that will give him his recent inheritance and... Um, alleviate Ellie's financial woes and isolation they make a plan to spend the holidays together at his family's cabin to keep up the rules but when Andrew introduces his new fiance to his sister Ellie is shocked to discover it's Jack the mysterious woman she fell for over the course of one magical Christmas Eve the year before now Ellie must um, choose between the safety of a fake relationship and the risk of something real um, I thought it was a cute book overall. I felt like at first it was that miscommunication trope that, you know, I'm not a fan of. But at mm. the same time, the thing that happened was believable. And it was something that was, it wasn't something that was a stupid little thing. And I think that's what gets me with miscommunication tropes. It's like, if it's a small little thing, like y'all could have just talked about this and it didn't need to go on for like 50 pages. You oh, know, that makes me so mad. Right. But like, this was a uh, accurate, like miscommunication and I can get both sides of the point of view so I'm like okay I get where each of these people are coming from you know so like I understand it and also the miscommunication Mm -hmm. that was like that she didn't understand why she wasn't talking to her and then like she didn't understand why she didn't understand why she wasn't talking to her and yeah so it was good you just want to punch them Jesus yeah yeah but no but this was but this was like a third party's fault so like it wasn't even their fault Mm, so I okay, get it. That's okay. what th- that's what made me like, okay, I get it. Like, you know, it like you you think like, oh, I don't know this person that I've met for one day. You know, like mm-hmm, you can cut mm-hmm. ties so easily, you know. So that, I'm gonna just leave it at that without spoiling. True. So okay. the second book that I read, which I have been waiting to read this book, I don't know why, until I was ready. Okay. <laughs> so I that's read fine. Right. I read Adulthood Rights, but it's the Xenogenesis number two by Octavia E. Butler, finally. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. got the third book in the series, so that will complete the Xenogenesis series that I probably won't start until next year. Um, (laughs) A few days. Anyway, (laughs) um, the future of mankind and alien species rests in the hands of one hybrid son in the award-winning science fiction author's masterful sequel to Dawn. Nuclear war had never destroyed, had nearly destroyed mankind when the Ankali came to rescue, saving humanity, but at a price. The Ankali survived by mixing their DNA with the rest 
um, with that of the other species. And now on Earth, they have permitted no child to be born without an Ankali parent. The first true hybrid is a boy named Akin, Akin, son of Lilith Aipo. And to the naked eye, he looks human for now. He's born with extraordinary sensory powers, understanding speech at birth, speaking in sentences at two months old, and soon developing the ability to see at the molecular level. More powerful than any human or Ankali, he will be an uh, he will be the architect of both races' intergalactic future. But before he can carry this new species into um, the stars, Akin must decide um, which unlucky souls will stay behind. And I feel like it was kind of like a coming of age story, science fiction, philosophical mm. exploration, and that's just the I'm not. I'm not smart, guys. That was just the blurb on the on the book, but it, <laughs> but I agree. Um, so I feel like there's so much that I want to say, but I'm holding it back because I don't want to be spoiled. I want people to read it, and I feel like this is a type of book that like you don't understand it until you read it. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah, this yeah. was such a look onto the human race by someone who it has like it wasn't like an alien looking in, right? It was like somebody who had who was part human and then looking into mm. the race with a higher, like a higher psycho, like a higher, like I want to say like physical philosophical way of looking at, at what is wrong with the human race. And then what is wrong with Ankali mm. race? Like, so it was Ooh. different from um, the first book where we only got the human experience and the alien experience. This one, we get a merge of them too, because he is both. Hmm. So, interesting. Okay. Okay. So, my third book is Our Wives Under the Sea by Julia Armfield. And I have been wanting to read this book for a while. I got this in my own adventure to Cafe Con Libros. So, shout out to Kalima and her amazing booksellers slash baristas. And I remember Mm -hmm. the day I got it because that morning, the mother, the queen, the bee herself released the album. And we were talking about it. And it was just (laughs) vibes in her cafe because, like, that's... That's what happened. Like, Beyonce dropped the album, and then, like, the person that came in, we just started talking for, like, an hour because, and we just, yeah. So. Nice. Gotta talk about the queen. Anyway. So, (laughs) this was interesting, right? And it's one of those things, like, there was beautiful writing. The whole premise of it is amazing. Right. Okay, let me just shut the fuck up and just tell you the premise. Okay. (laughs) So, Mary thinks she has got her wife back. When Leah finally returns after a deep sea mission that ended in catastrophe, it soon becomes clear, though, that Leah is not the same. Whatever happened in the vessel, whatever it was they were supposed to be studying before they were stranded on the ocean floor, Leah has brought part of it back with her onto the dry land and into their home. Moving through something that only resembles normal life, Miri comes to realize that the life that they had before might be gone. Though Leah is still there, Miri can feel the woman she loves slipping from her gas. So yeah, this is a debut novel from this author. And I just think like, it was so much like, I, it was so much that you could relate to if you've lost somebody. And yeah. like, um, if you fell in love with somebody, you know? If you ever mm-hmm, gone through mm-hmm. grief, like I feel like this is the book for you. Um, Question: Do you have answer. the book near you? No. Oh, okay. Why? I wanted to know the first sentence. Oh my god, it's so good. It's a good for ah, oh, darn it. It is so good. Okay. Hold on, let me see if I could pull it up on like. Hold oh on. yeah. Let me see. 
because I kind of want to read it because it sounds crazy. I read um Cass um one page and she well I read her like the one like one section and she was just mm-hmm. like wow this was beautifully written like it is so beautifully mm. written however it kind of leaves you with wanting more got it but got i it. i feel like that was the purpose of it like you weren't gonna get a set answer and so like i'm okay with books that do that like i'm not i don't need mm-hmm. a clear um we had to, we've talked about this before like i don't need a clear answer at the end of the book as long as it makes sense yes right. you can look inside give me a second i'm gonna look at the enemy's um page just give me a second okay and that's what got me too, because I was like, what am I going to read? And then like, I read this one page and I was like, yes, I'm reading this. So mm, that's a good sign. Give me a second. Okay. The deep sea is a haunted house, a place in which things that ought not to exist move about in the darkness. That's mm, it. And then I'm going to read you beautiful. the rest. Unstill <laughs> is the word Leah uses, tilting her head to the size as, as if in answer to some sound, though the evening is quiet, dry hum of the road outside the window and little to draw ear beside. And then this is the, this is the sentence that caught me is like, Mm. I used to think that there was such a thing as emptiness, that there were places in the world one could go and be alone. This I think is still true, but the error in my reasoning was to assume that alone was somewhere you could go rather than somewhere you had to be left. Bitch, what? Oh my Miss Arfield, God. what are you doing, bitch? Okay, do you own this book? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay, I'm going to borrow it. That sounds okay. beautiful. It's so beautiful and it's so engrossing. Like, once you get into it, you're just like, oh. you know, because I feel like okay, it so, would make me cry. I love books that make me cry. <laughs> I don't like, I mean, I guess, but like, so one section was also oh, like you got Mary's point of view and then you got Leah's point of view. So, like, you're seeing. Leah turn into something like you're seeing the present from Mary but also like before the submarine the accident or whatever and then you're seeing Leah and then Leah's point of view is like some of Mary but more of like what the fuck happened under the sea and then it breaks down Mm. into like there's five layers of the sea and that's how the book is broken down it's such a smart so smart it's such a smartly written book yeah. I wish it was just a little bit like if you could just give me just give me a little bit more huh. Armfield a little okay. bit Julia Armfield just a little <laughs> bit more I would have been like yes this is a five star book damn yeah okay yeah and and Good you know pick. like those types of books that leave and you're and you're still with it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's how it was too and the book is a little gory and usually I'm not good with gore I get nauseous yeah. but it wasn't too much yeah. and like I said it was beautifully written and it's not for everybody it was in the moment. It wasn't a story that had a familiar beginning, middle, and ending. It was very much engrossing, though. So once I sat mm. and read it, I couldn't stop. And I think I read it in, like, three days. Maybe even less than that. It was so nice. good. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So my last and final mm-hmm. read um, that I have written down is I finally, finally read Kindred by Octavia Butler. Mm. Finally. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I ever talked about this, but when me and Vina were working at Barnes and Nobles and I would pass this book every day, every day mm-hmm. without reading what the fuck this book was about. I was like, oh, that's the vampire book. <laughs> <laughs> why? I don't know. Why? No one knows. No one I don't knows. know. <laughs> Big mistake. Huge. My bad. Anyway, <laughs> so 
This was the first science fiction written by a black woman. I didn't know that. Kindred has become a cornerstone of black America literature. The combination of slave memoir, fantasy, and historical fiction um, is a novel about um, of rich literary complexity. Having just celebrated her 26th birthday in 1976, California, um, Dana, an African-American woman, is suddenly and inexplicably wrenched through in um, time into antebellum Maryland. After saving a drowning white boy there, she finds herself staring into the barrel of a shotgun and is transported back to the present, just in time to save her life. During numerous such time-defying episodes with the same young man, she realizes the challenges has been given. It's a crazy experience because, like, I feel like there was times that made me so fucking furious I just wanted to jump in the book, but then not because I'm not trying to be in that time. Um, so anyway, like, let me tell you a side story because I feel like me and Kalima had this conversation too because we were talking about reading Kindred because I was just, like, upset reading it and it, it yeah. took me a minute to get over it. Like, I had to read it's something like... It's a tough like, read. It's so tough and I knew, like, I knew once I found out what the premise was, I was like, okay, I'm going to read something light, like, af- directly after this book, right? Right, right. Anyway, so I find this French YouTuber whose enemy is the letter H, which, I don't know, me and Cass love. I love that. (laughs) Um, We love her accent. And um, Cass found her. And um, a side story, I love trying to, like, guess people's accents. And so, Mm. like, I've taken French for, like, six years. And um, I, I I can point out a French accent, like, anywhere. But she's Canadian also, which threw me off of the French accent. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Anyway, so I recently found her. Her name is Books with Emily Fox. And I feel like you, like, she's obviously a white woman, right? And she never would experience or, like, even have, like, this trauma embedded into her DNA, you know, about, like, slavery or, like, being, like, you know, being, um, like, having prejudice against her, like, anything, like, going through any racially, like, motivated hate crime, anything like that, right? Mm -hmm, And so she mm -hmm. says... In her video, she's like, oh, I suggest that you start off with Kindred for Octavia Butler. Mm. And I feel like I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Yes, it's her most, like, profound work, like, her most, like, famous work. But I don't agree that that's where you should start. I think that you should start with, like, her short stories or maybe the Xenogenesis series. I don't agree that you should start with the series because, like, it, like, she read it as a white woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I feel like, I feel like. You know, she was like, oh, this is great, da 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 But, like, you're not thinking about the trauma that comes with that, that book. Right. Right? So, like, right, right, right. I feel like if you're going to start, and I'm telling people in the podcast, right? Like, if you're going to, if you never read Octavia Butler and you want to start, I think that you should start with either her short stories or the Xenogenesis mm-hmm. series and then save Kindred for um, a later time in which you already like um, Octavia Butler. I don't think that. It's so heavy. It's, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I, I want to be mentally cry. ready. Be yeah. mentally ready, exactly. Like, yeah. take mm-hmm. care of your mental health when you're reading this book because it's just so heavy. And, like, I think what makes Octavia Butler so smart, like, such a, such a, like, um, such, uh, what what is, like, such worthy of the MacArthur Genius Award, right, is that she takes mm-hmm. these things, these themes, these conversations, and they can still be held today, right? Like, Right. racism and 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 things like that is still an issue today mm-hmm. and i feel like when i'm reading that even though we're in this ter- time in the 18th 
in in 1800s or whatever, you can still like be like, wow, I still see elements of this today, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I read the graphic novel and I thought it was fantastic. So I it's, can imagine the book is even better. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. So heavy. So good. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> tapping out. Um, I'm are you out. currently reading anything? What are you currently reading? I'm not. You're not currently reading anything? I'm not. I tried to start uh, Bloodmarked, but I think I want to wait in January because it's. I don't want to start a book in December and still be reading it in January. So I'm just going to wait. Also, I have to tell people I reached my goal. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Recently with Legendborn, I got up to 32. And yeah, I'm very proud of myself. Yeah, I love that. Anyway, yeah, I'm not reading anything right now. Okay. Um, Are you I mad started... at me? What's going on? No, I'm just saying. Um, okay. So I'm reading, well, I, okay, I'm reading, I'm currently reading two books, but really one book. So I started mm-hmm. reading Legends and Lattes, but I'm not in the mood for it by Travis Baldry. Like, okay. I'm enjoying it, but I'm also, like, I'm not fully immersed into, like, the book, so I'm not gonna, I'm gonna put it down. Okay, so, um, Vina, calm down, okay? Oh, God, I'm nervous. Okay. I picked up Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mandel. (sighs) Okay. Vina's clutching her curls, uh, wait, clutching her pearls right now. Um, (laughs) so me and Vina are doing a challenge. Mm. Are we doing a challenge? What's it even called? What are we doing? I don't know. We're reading like some of our favorite books, like of each other. Like, well, I started this, by the way, not consciously. I was just like, "Oh, you love this? I want to read it." You love this? Yeah. Now you're doing it, and it's really yeah. cute. So I was like, "Oh, because I had bought Sally Rooney while I was at um at her shop," and I was like, "Oh, I'm you love so this book, nervous. right?" Let me you know, whatever. Okay, how far in are you? Also, you didn't update your Goodreads, so you were trying to hide this from me. Yeah, I was trying to hide it until today. <laughs> I started it today. Okay. okay. So I'm not very far thoughts? into it. So, mm-hmm. uh, wait, let me tell the people what it's about. Jeez, Dina. <laughs> okay. Set in the days of civilization's collapse, Station Eleven tells the story of a Hollywood star. His would-be savior and nomadic group of actors roaming the scattered outposts of the Great Lakes regions, risking everything for art and humanity. One snowy night, a famous Hollywood actor slumps over and dies on stage during production of Lear of King Lear. Hours later, the world as we know it begins to dissolve, moving back and forth in time from the author, from the actor's early days as a film star to 15 years in the future, when a theater trope known as the Traveling Symphony roams the wasteland of what remains. This suspenseful, spellbinding novel charts the strange twist of fate. That connects five people, the actor, the man who tried to save him, the actor's first wife, his oldest friend, and a young actress with the traveling symphony caught in the crosshairs of dangerous self-proclaimed prophet. So I just want to say that, like, the way that me and Vina read books, right, is different. Mm-hmm. Because, like, mm-hmm. I feel like me and Vina... Which is books, why I'm so nervous. Because yeah. I don't know if you're going to enjoy these books. <laughs> right. Me and Vina's tastes, like, of, like, from each other are so hit and miss. It's either mm-hmm. I'm going to really like it or I'm just going to be like, nah, I ain't fucking with that yeah. book, Vina. I ain't even enough, sorry about yeah. it. I ain't yeah. even sorry about it. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> um, but I feel like I give more chances to books where Vina's just, like, 
Chill. I'm like the first base. And you take you take my recommendations when you come to the store. So well, I, well, no, but recommendations and your favorite yeah. books are two different things. Yeah, they are different. I recommend like, based on what you like. Okay, exactly. Okay. I, I recommend based on like, oh, mate, Vina might like this book, and then I'm gonna send it to you. But I'm not gonna right. re- I'm not gonna be like, oh, this is my favorite book. You're gonna love it too because I know it's yeah. hit or miss. Yeah. Julissa, Julissa's on the middle of us. So like, Julissa, Julissa mm-hmm. r- likes eat like both of our taste in books and so like if julissa reads a book and she's like oh i think that you're gonna like the chenise mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. this was a really bo- good book i enjoyed it like she's reading them and she knows who's gonna like which book yes you know yes she does so mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. all being booksellers sweetie i know sweetie <laughs> sweeties of the sweeties of the so podcast. What, what are you what are your thoughts do you have any thoughts I, I actually really enjoy the writing. I'm not even gonna lie. Like okay. when I first read the first when I read the first paragraph, I like immediately mm-hmm. wanted to know what was going on. Okay. Um, she's I read, my queen. Like, I love her so much. She's your what? She's my queen. I love her so much. <laughs> she's your queen. Okay. Beyonce's my queen. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm really enjoying it so far. I wanted to read it, but I'm like, I came home and I was so tired that I just slept for four hours, five hours. And um, yeah. so, yeah, I was going to read I, before you called, but I got hot Cheetos. I mean, hot fries. So <laughs> it's a library book and I don't want to eat hot fries and also read the book. True, then I'm going to get true. the pages read, you know. What's so tricky with Station Eleven is that I read it, I think, back in BN days, I want to say. Damn. And that was obviously that was obviously pre-pandemic. But now that we've had a pandemic and the book is about a pandemic. Right. Like, how your is, experience how is, is gonna be so different bro we just making connections because like <laughs> i didn't even think about that yeah so the the show on hbo i hear is amazing but because we've had the pandemic i don't want to watch it because i don't want to relive the pandemic so like right reading it again would be so interesting huh hmm. okay you should reread it as your first reread of the year hmm Mm, you have it mm. i know you have of it how course. many editions you have i have like three copies <laughs> <laughs> um but yes i do have it i have it in uh yeah i have it in hardcover and paperback um wow i'm so happy i'm so nervous but i'm so happy yes cool um anything else you want to say no, that's all. Station that's 11? all I'm reading. Are you going to watch the show of Kindred and Station Eleven? Or you're not going to watch the shows? So, in our group chat, you know, because you're a part of Vivina, we talked about... <laughs> um, <laughs> let me stop. We talked about, me and Julissa, because we both read uh, Kindred and Vina read the graphic novel, but not the book. So, um... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I want to watch it. Like I, don't, like, I know it's different because um, Kalima sent me a NPR um link and they talked about they actually linked um octavia butler's interview with her in like the in 1990 something and Mm. um it was really interesting to read it and like hear her voice that was the first time i've ever heard a voice and just heard like how like her creative process and i I always think that's really interesting um anyway i it, it so the way the director takes it is very different and it kind of dragged on so like there's gonna be a season two i think and I'm just like, mm. sis, just do the movie and that's it, you know? Right, right, right. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I I watch it. See, like, because I'm the type of person that, like, my stepdad had us watch Roots 
<laughs> had us mm-hmm. watch like mm-hmm. all the stuff like when we were young so like we knew where we came from very early yeah yeah and like yeah. i don't know if i if i want to watch it i don't know if i could see okay that's like fair. It's, like sometimes i'm so particular about what i watch too and vino knows this like i'm very particular mm-hmm. about when it comes to women and violence in um in on shows and stuff like that and even violence in books too i can't like stomach a lot of violence um against women so i don't know okay okay we'll see that's fair yeah. Alrighty. So, are we moving on to our BN hauls? Yes, we are. And guess what? <laughs> what? We got books. <laughs> we got the um, books. And separately. We went separately this time. So, last year we did a little trip. Oh, it was to uh, for me to redeem my gift as the winner of the Goodreads Choice Award last year. Anyway, um, so this year we went. Say- <laughs> that you didn't win this year so that you need to calm down uh, i forgot about that okay so <laughs> <laughs> we went our separate ways because we're not really friends and oh my god yeah no, it's i because bought some when, books and when vina wanted to go i was really tired and i needed to decompress from the holidays and vina was just like mm. i'm ready to go and i'm like bitch i'm going to stay I'm, home i'm on my way right my uh, feet was hurting i was ready i was like i need to decompress from this holiday like truly it wasn't even from the holiday it was from work but like i just i wish they hadn't did they do it last year this way that it was straight after christmas i feel like it wasn't i i don't know i can go we 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 did tiktoks we could go back yeah we and also they i feel like they did it for a lot longer i think they did it for like a three-day weekend or four-day weekend or something like that this is true Hmm. I think I'm also anyway. making up lies, so we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so hardcovers were half off, in case you didn't know. And I, I'll let you start, because I started earlier with our last reds. So what did you buy? Where did you go? I just want to say, before I go into my list, that I was unsupervised. <laughs> and I got a $50 gift card for Christmas. Nice. And so I got nine books in total. Shut the front door. I know yeah. you told me this already, but that's intense. <laughs> you saw the books. I know. <laughs> All right. So how we're going to do it, I'm going to tell you why I got the books, um, what books I got and why I bought them. Yeah. So I bought the 10th anniversary of Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe by Benjamin. Woo-hoo. Okay. I bought that book because Vina is an indecisive Libra queen <laughs> And she went to Surely. Barnes and Nobles to two different Barnes and Nobles the day before, and changed her mind about buying this book. So I know she was like, oh. "I regretted it as soon as I go home." <laughs> and then this bitch gonna text me, "Oh, just just let me know when you're gonna go because like I might not want it. I might change my mind." I'm like, "Shut up! I'm not even gonna text her." <laughs> like you know. So anyway. Uh. So, also, I highly recommend, like, if you want to read the first chapter and see if you like it, please go ahead. I think you would love this book. It's yeah. gay. <laughs> it's gay. <laughs> How dare you? You're right. <laughs> um, anyway, so <laughs> I must first start off with the po- with poetry books that I bought that were not a part of the 50% off sale because I have no... Oh, that's what is true. It? I have no self control. Self control, yeah. I have no self control. Yeah. So I bought yeah. two books, but they're there's for good reasons, okay? So I bought Felon <laughs> Poems by Reginald Dwayne Betts. I got this book. It wasn't a part of the 50 off, but I got it because I read uh Shahid reads his own palm and I remember really enjoying it. And I've been wanting to pick him up again. So that's why I bought it. 
Mm-hmm. I got Ballads by Sharon Olds. Um, this was not a part of the 50 again, but I've been wanting to read her um, as well. I've noticed something about myself, though. I don't like I don't think I like longer poetry collections. I think it's really overwhelming. I don't know. This is a mm-hmm. long poetry collection, so we'll see. Um, Sharon Olds has a poem that made me throw up. So that's why I got the book. What? <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. She made you throw up? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's called The Glass. (laughs) It's so descriptive. Oh, wow. Okay. The third um, one I bought was The World Keeps Ending and the World Goes On by Franny Choi. And I got this because I got the arc, but it's electronic. And I find that I just enjoy physical copies of poetry. And I've read some poems of it in the electronic version. I was like, damn, I really want this physical copy. And so... Can I tell you a random fact about that book? Yes. So I, I'm sure you know, and our listeners might know this, but Har- the workers of uh, HarperCollins are on strike. And this author decided, since her book, that book that you bought is a, a Harper book, that all the proceeds are going to go to the Harper Union. <gasps> so, I should have bought four yeah. copies of this. Yeah. Well, at 50% I off. don't know if she's still doing it, but but she did it for like a week or two during Christmas, I think. Or before Unity. Christmas. Sweetie, we love yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So. And especially for like, I feel like poets don't make that much money. Mm, mm-hmm. Maybe that's a, oh, that's a state, like that's a wrong statement. But I feel like as opposed to like, it, unless you're a big named poet, like Ocean Vong, Amanda Gorman, yeah. <clears throat> um, like... <laughs> Other people like that, like the sales of poetry is like a niche market or like yeah. bigger than niche. What's a bigger, what's a word bigger than niche, but not as big as like Ooh. mainstream. I don't know. Okay. Well, hmm. between that, that's what poetry is. I feel yeah. like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah. That was my random fact. Anyway, okay. go ahead. We love that. Everybody buy Franny Choi's book. Um, <laughs> Woman Eat Me Whole by Ama on... Uh, I, I I googled her name before. Okay, um, Ama Swanta Daika, and she goes mm-hmm. by Poetra Poetra As- Asantua, I think she goes by. And I got this okay. because the cover is really beautiful, and I read a poem from there, and I was like, okay, I buy it. I like it. <laughs> I bought Rustin Root by Justina Ireland, and can I just say this? The Latinx urging me to say Rust in the Roots is strong (laughs) to put an s in everything okay so i got this because the cover is really beautiful and i read the synopsis and i was like kk it's historical fiction it's historical fantasy fiction and it's gay so Mm -hmm. okay i got garden of earthly bodies by sally oliver and let me tell you that's like the cover is really pretty and i was like what is this about and it's about like grief and like and like going to i don't know but I like it. Mm. So I was just like, the cover's really beautiful and the synopsis was really fucking good. I was like, I want to read this. And especially because I just read Our Wives Under the Sea, I feel like this is like a book kind of like that. That I'm just like, I've enjoyed that one. I'll enjoy this one. Okay. Okay. I read, um, I mean, I got Mika in Real Life by Emiko Jean. And I got this because... Oh. What? Did I say that wrong? No, I'm I'm excited that you have that one. Okay. <laughs> I got this because um I've been wanting I've I've said it before. Um I'll say it again that I wanted to like have more um 
uh, stories of like Asian American. Mm-hmm. And that's why you I bought wanted to diver- diversify your diver- diverse shelves. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to diversify my already diverse shelf, like more than black yeah. and black and brown, like Latinx um book, like authors and stuff like that. So I want to read more of that. Um, okay. Yeah. My last book. I know that I might not enjoy this book, but mm. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Okay, guys. <laughs> I, bought, I bought Run, Rose, Run by Dolly Parton and James Patterson. And I think that's self-explanatory. Dude. I bought it because it was written I, by Dolly Parton. And it was also, I was online, guys. I was leaving this establishment. <laughs> and then I saw it on like the impulse table thing, like not, not. It was just one book. Like, it was just one book put there wrongly. Like, like somebody just decided, like, they didn't want to buy it. And then I was just like, wow, you're right. I need this book. And I put it on my stack <laughs> and I bought it. So. Have you read any James Patterson before? Yeah. No. Oh, you have. Okay. Have you I? have not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm asking I've you. Read, I've read, like, James Patterson Presents. Oh, yes. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Yeah. Okay. But I've I've never right. read Dolly Parton either, and I really like Dolly Parton. And also, there's a soundtrack that goes to this book. Oh, that's really cool. You should do right. that together. So even Sweet. if this book is not that great, it's Dolly Parton, guys. At Come least, on, man. Yeah, at least you got music out of it. <laughs> and I got music out of it, too. True. So I thought Julissa was going to like that. She didn't comment on it. Hurt my feelings a little bit. <laughs> She was just like Lisa. She's calling you out on air. What is happening? Yeah, all the time. Right? I'm like the, <laughs> calling her out throughout this whole damn episode. <laughs> Julissa, why didn't you comment on the fact that I bought us a Dolly Parton book? <laughs> Jeez, how dare you! Um, all right, are you ready for my books? Because you yeah, don't know my inc- books. Yeah, that concludes. And then also, what's that girl on TikTok? Dove's um, Dove's books. Dove's books from TikTok. I think I'm saying Yeah, I love her. Me too. But also, she made me realize that I should have spent way more money because she found books and I was like, damn, I want that. Damn, I want that. Really? Damn, I want that. Yeah, I'm going to send you the... I'm going to... I may send you the TikTok. I may not because I may forget. Okay, I'll remind you. (laughs) Um, No, well, my experience was kind of crappy because the first Barnes & Noble that I went to barely had anything. And I'm like, what the hell? Um, Which one did you but go to? I, I went to the one on um, Massapequa Park. Well, that's your first one. <laughs> it was the closest one to my sister, and then I had to drive 20 minutes to the next one. Anyway, so I walked in there, and I was like, okay, I won two books, and I ended up getting five. So let's start with, hmm, what should I start with? That's better than one. me. I was like, I just okay. want to spend $50. <laughs> Um, so I grabbed Legendborn number two, which is Bloodmarked by Tracy Dion. And what's so funny about it is that Barnes & Noble has an exclusive edition. And I was like, oh, what's so cool about this one? Maybe it's the jacket. Maybe it's the spine. And it looks exactly the same as the regular edition. So <laughs> I thought that was whack. Love that. And I stopped the bookseller and I'm like, do you know the difference between these two? And she's like, no. And I was like, cool. Um, I still <laughs> cool. bought it. So I'm going to read that in January. Um, I also got another book, number two, and it is called A Venom Dark and Sweet by Judy Lynn. 
So I bought Magic Steeped in Poison back in like April or March. Still haven't read it, so I obviously needed the sequel. And obviously. I got the sequel. <laughs> so I hope to read the next year. We shall see. Also, they look beautiful together. I'll send you a picture. Okay. Or please look it up, listeners, if you can, because they have the best covers ever. Um, I w- the reason I picked this one up is because it's a fantasy teen novel and the magic system is tea, hmm. which I think is so freaking weird and right. I'm down. I love me some tea. Um, <laughs> oh, I didn't. I obviously got bloodmarked because I read Legendborn a couple weeks ago. Right. And then I went to a second Barnes & Noble because the first Barnes & Noble was trash. And right. I got... And I got Before the Coffee Gets Cold by Toshikazu Kawaguchi. Mm. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, it's a tiny hardcover. It's been a hardcover forever. Uh, but it's a work in translation. And I've seen so much hype on social media about it. So I had to get it. And finally, my number five book is Because of the Podcast. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's because of us that I bought this book. So when we did the October episode for like scary thrilling books, uh-huh. one of the books that I found and mentioned, like I suggested to you guys to get, um, like pulled me in and I really want to read it now. So it's called Killers of a Certain Age by yes. Diana Rayburn. And you that's another challenge. It. You did? Yeah. I oh, we could have read it together. Yeah, but I did <laughs> You can you can borrow it, okay. um, but yeah, it, as I mentioned in that episode, it's like a Golden Girls meets James Bond kind of deal, and that sounds really fun to me. Yeah. And I'm trying to challenge myself next year to read more, you know, different genres. So I'm gonna do some thrillers, and I'm yeah, I'm excited. Mm, okay. And like that's that. my little book haul. They look so cute together. I love that. I'm happy with my choices. Also, remember, um, I was about to buy the number two book, too. I was about to buy Namesake by Adrian Young. I forgot. I didn't buy it because I have the Damn. paperback edition, and I would have bought the hardcover, and I'm like, they don't go together well. Yeah, so I'm waiting for the paperback I to know. come out. Oh, my God. That's what that's what I was thinking about with Bloodmarked because I have the paperback, and then this one is a hardcover, but it's going to take forever for the paperback to come yeah, out. Yeah, that's so. true. I'm just waiting. Um, I need to read it now. Yeah. Even though so you didn't read the folks. first book. Yes, I have. Legendborn. I just told oh, sorry, you at the beginning sorry, of the episode. Sorry. I thought you meant oh the God. other one. I thought you meant the other one. No, the T right. one is the one I haven't read. Right, right, right. You got a hardcover of the first one? Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting series to me because book one came out in like April, March, and then book two came out straight in the summer. So like the author had it ready to go, which I think is really cool because sometimes you have to wait years for the sequel but the author's like no i have all of it now well also probably probably like um she uh, is it a she yeah maybe she wrote it like the first part and was trying to get it published it took so long that she wrote the second one Mm, maybe yeah or but yeah or she had one book and they were like yo we should turn this into two books and then she just (laughs) chopped her book in half that's true also yeah i don't know i I guess i'll find out i'm excited all righty folks that's our book haul from barnes um before we end the episode we want to tease january because we have so much 
to talk about and share yes. with you. Um, do you want me to do it or you want to do it? <laughs> well, and we could do it together. So in January, you'll be hearing okay. an episode of our raps. Yes, and we're going to wrap up the year with our stats, which are yep. very fun. Thank you to, um, what's the website again? Storygraph. <laughs> I want to say Storygraph. Okay, yeah. Storygraph. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I was updating it today because I don't update it throughout the year. I don't know if you do. I but do, I just yes. put everything in. Yeah, I just put everything in today and my charts are looking crazy and I'm so okay, excited. Okay, I'm going to have to go in and look at it just just to look at it. Ew, don't creep on me. What yeah, I'm going to always creep on you. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we also have to share our most anticipated titles coming out in 2023. Yes. That's coming out in January. Yes. Um, we also have to record an episode of our bookstore trip and French toast that I owe you for losing this year. Loser. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Loser. Damn. Okay. Anyway. I'm going to be mad about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julissa and... is going to be back in the podcast. Yeah, and we're gonna talk about our goals, and then she is going to do a special wrapped, and um, you get to see because she's such a third podcast, uh, you know, that, um, <laughs> third podcast host. That we need to know what what does she read at the end of the year? Even what though I told you to since we last spoke, mm-hmm. even though I told you that she is we is competing. Um, yeah, dude, we still need to know. I the, I'm dying to see how this last week of. Not last week. We only have a couple days left of the year. I know. Oh, gosh. I know. And I was thinking, I was like, damn, do I? No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to rush and yeah. read and not like be fully. No, like, yeah. In a you got to so, enjoy it. Yeah. And I have yeah. no time the next few days to like read. So, and mm-hmm. we are starting a new series of um, podcast episodes. Hopefully that'll start in January. I don't know. May come January, may come February of um, yeah. we're going to do like. Latinx diaspora, right? Of like books in depth mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of just specific Latinx countries. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Um I'm excited. Yeah, me We've too. We've been talking about doing that for a while. So Yeah, we yeah, we have. Um and I think that's it, but we just wanted to do a last episode, tell you guys what we got at Barnes mm-hmm. and Nobles, but then also like just to um, you know, show you guys so much appreciation for supporting us through the two the years. We're gonna hit two years of the podcast. Can you believe? That's crazy. I can't. And like it's funny too, because it's just like <laughs> my dad always asks, like, how's the podcast? And I'm like, I'm just having so much fun doing it with my bestie that like yeah. all the Aww. stuff that comes in after that, like, is just a plus. You know, like when you mm-hmm. When you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. That's kind of how it feels like. This is true. Unless we're really tired. Then I'm just like, bitch. (laughs) I'm I'm ready to go to bed. I'm ready to go to bed. (laughs) Um, But yes, thank you all so much. And please keep in touch. Let us know how your reading year went. Did you meet your goals? And yeah, we'll share how 2023 is going to look. Because it's going to look very different from me than this this year. She going to look thick, boy. She might look thick, boy. I don't know. The one thing that 2022 proved to me is that I can reach a high number. But I don't want that to be the focus next year. So we shall shall talk. Right. To be determined. I don't know. Like, I think my focus is in between. Like, I don't want to hit a high. I I don't know if I want to challenge. I guess that's like the the issue I'm having is like, do I want to challenge myself in like book numbers or do I want to um, like challenge myself in book length or genre? Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. 
We have to make up our minds. We, Mostly we me. I have no idea. <laughs> you know you indecisive, so good luck, queen. Uh, yep. Yes, Libra. Libra all the way. Libra all the all way. All right, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, we guys. We hope you enjoy. And we love you so much. Bye. Bye.